This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, GetBook listeners, and welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's hand cell is When the Tiger Came Down the Mountain by Nevo, which is the second in the Singing Hills cycle of novellas, but is definitely a standalone, and I've been meaning to read it for actual years. <laughs> and I finally got to it on a camping trip recently. Uh, but before I get into why I think y'all should read it, let's hear from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Bloom Books. Diana Dixon has a busy summer and no time for tall, gorgeous hockey player Shane's shenanigans. Because you know what? If they shenan once, they'll shenan again. So she thinks she knows exactly who he is when he moves into her apartment building. But turns out Shane's sick of hookups and tired of being on the rebound after his long-term girlfriend called it quits. But when his ex comes back into the picture, he needs a plan. And who better to play his new girlfriend than his sassy new neighbor? So a fake relationship might be perfect for Diana's own ex issues, but Diana is used to living by the rules. Will she learn that when it comes to love, rules are meant to be broken? Make sure to check out The Dixon Rule by L. Kennedy. L. Kennedy is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author with over a million copies of her books sold. So this is going to be another banger, y'all. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Bloom Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Avid Reader Press. So this next book is a really fun sounding mashup of different genres. There's a little time travel, a little romance, a little spy thriller action going on. So in the near future, a civil servant is offered the salary of her dreams and is shortly afterward told what project she'll be working on. A recently established government ministry is gathering quote unquote expats from across history to establish whether time travel is feasible for the body, but also for the fabric of space time. This is an exquisitely original and feverishly fun fusion of genres and ideas. The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley asks, what does it mean to defy history when history is living in your house? Colleen Bradley's answer is a blazing, unforgettable testament to what we owe each other in a changing world. It kind of gives Outlander meets Cloud Atlas or If the Time Traveler's Wife was written by Sally Rooney or Colson Whitehead. Make sure to check out The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley. And thanks again to Avid Reader Press for sponsoring this episode. All right. So as I said, this is technically the second novella in The Singing Hills Cycle. The first book in that is The Empress of Salt and Fortune, which we have definitely recommended on the main show. And I continue to recommend. It's great. 
But when the tiger came down the mountain, while it includes the same main character narrator, which is this cleric Chi, the plot is extremely standalone. It does that like the otherwise the characters don't really connect and you don't need any prior knowledge that is given in Empress of Salt and Fortune to appreciate this story. It is 100% standalone. Although if you like have read the first one and you could not get enough of Cleric Chi and also of Vo's storytelling style, then you're definitely going to want to pick this up. So our cleric is on another journey and they hook up with some mammoth riders because this is like a pre-industrial sort of Asian inspired world. And there are things like, you know, woolly mammoths that people ride because why not? It's awesome. Uh, So they hook up with these mammoth riders because they need to get through this mountain pass and this is the best way to do it. And so they find a guide who is going to take them to the other side of this pass because they're pursuing that like Chi's job is basically to go around collecting stories. And so there's this, you know, investigation that they want to do on the other side of these mountains and they need an escort to do it. So they talk a mammoth rider into escorting them. But when they get to the top of this pass to the little, you know, hut where they're going to stay overnight because of a storm, there are three tigers, one of whom also shifts into the shape of a human woman who are like, mm, we're hungry. You look tasty. And they're like, ah, please don't eat us. And uh, there is a reference made in the like initial confrontation to the story of a woman and a tiger from history. And she is like, oh, well, I know that story. And, you know, that tiger's fame has spread even to humans. Like, she is trying to flatter these tigers into not eating them. And they're, the tigers are like, well, let's let's hear your version of the story. And so it's a little bit like a Scheherazade Arabian Nights kind of setup where she is trying to stall, basically, and keep the tigers from eating themselves and their escort until reinforcements can arrive. And so, and the tigers keep interrupting. They're like, oh, you've got that that plot point completely wrong. That's not what happened. And so you get these two interwoven strands of one story. Like, it's very meta about narrative and, like, who tells the story and what perspectives are kept and lost. And also tigers who are trying to eat you. Like, not, not exciting if you do not want to be eaten, which none of these characters do. And I loved the sort of like bantery, you know, dialogue that's going on. Um, I loved the way that both the human characters and the tiger characters interact with each other around the story. Because once they start to get into it, everybody has their own take on like which version is more interesting or better or which are the highlights. And it's not always the way you would expect it to go. And the tigers are so like, I'm just humoring you. Like, I want to hear what you think this story is, but also I'm definitely going to eat you. Uh, And so, you know, the tension is palpable. And also, like, it's exhausting to try to sit all night in front of a fire while three predators are staring you down and you're trying to keep them from A, being angry that you're telling the story wrong and B, eating you in the first place. And there's all of these pitfalls that could happen. So it's like, it's a great premise. And I love the way that one Once again, Vo manages to give us this very interesting actual story. Like, we get two interesting stories. We get the story of Chi trying to prevent tigers from eating them. And then we get the story of this tiger and this woman who fell in love and, like, what happened next. 
from this world's history. And through those two stories, you get a peek into this broader world. Um, It definitely, even though it's a very sort of contained premise and situation, it feels bigger because you get such an interesting view into like, what does this world contain? Like what kinds of, you know, people and creatures and how do they interact with each other? And what are the rules? And who, you know, gets to decide like, yeah, what, what story gets told? And it's so smartly done. It's so beautifully written. I just loved it. So, okay, who is this for? I mean, obviously, if you are a fan of fantasy, generally speaking, highly recommend. If you're looking for queer representations, both in terms of identity, we have a non-binary narrator. We have uh, a sapphic couple and like other, you know, offhand uh, references to lots of diversity within the world. We have talking tigers, like I said. People are always writing into the show looking for, you know, talking animals. So uh, for all of my talking animals readers, this one is for you. And if you love, like, character studies, I do think that you get some really fun character work in these in these novellas generally and in this one in particular. So I really, I just loved it. It's just such a, and it's such a great break from, you know, the the news cycle continues to just be brutal. Everything is very uncertain and very messed up in certain parts of the world. And we're all still in a pandemic. And like, sometimes you just need an escape. And this has definitely got the feel of an escape. Like you will be transported to this time in this place. You'll be wrapped up in it and uh, it will give you like a little mental break. So Again, that is When the Tiger Came Down the Mountain by Nevo. And I'm going to continue to say that y'all should also read uh, The Empress of Salt and Fortune, which is the other book in this novella cycle. Big fan. All right. So that is our recommendation for today. Uh, thanks so much to our audio editor, Jen Zink, as always. Thanks, as always, to you for listening. We super appreciate that. If you would like more book recommendations, maybe you need more talking animals, maybe you need more fantasy, whatever, you can find those at bookriot.com. You can also find our other podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen. We've got a whole bunch. If you would like to email us, either to send in feedback or a question for the main show, you can do that. Get booked at bookriot.com. If you would be so kind as to review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever else that you can review podcasts, we super appreciate that. It helps other people to find the show. And in between shows, you can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL. That's J-E-N-N-I-R-L. Or you can find me on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And we will talk to you next time. 